hey kids, no, no, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means, okay, that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Bienvenido al podcast de Jock Doc con el Dr. London Smith. El único podcast de comedia de improvisación médica completamente en inglés. Presentamos a su anfitrión, el Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of tactical medical terms that I've been using, such as calcium pyrophosphate dihydrate crystal arthritis and unpleasant disposition. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London, you're you're here early. The party's not till noon. Okay, so, so we're... So Cameron, we're doing the podcast right now. I don't know if did you pl- did you plan some event at the same time? Oh, is that today? Yeah, no, it's You don't want to do the podcast every week, right? We already did it though. We did it last week. No, okay. So I feel like we do run into this problem a lot. When we do the podcast, that doesn't mean it's done. That means one episode. It's done. It's over. So one episode was over, but like at the end of the episode, whenever we said, you know, this has been the Jock Talk podcast. Oh, so this is sort of a sequel to last week's episode. Yes. In a sense. Yeah. But then, you know, the week before that, we we also had an episode. It was sort of a prequel to last week's episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then before that, we also had an episode. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. So sort of like how there were three Hobbit movies, which was a prequel series. Okay. If you want to... Sure. You're saying that the what we recorded last week is it being expanded into a like 30 movie universe. Is that what I'm getting? I This is all beside the point. Why are you here? You're here early. Yeah. So I'm, I'm here because we're recording the podcast. This is the scheduled time. Every Ugh. week we, we get into the boat. We, we drive out. Yeah. Well, I, I get that. I just, I feel bad. I was setting everything up. I mean, you can look at the decorations. I've kind of yeah. been here for a few hours now setting. Yeah. So it says, well, you, you're describing it as a party. It says intervention in big letters. Is that? That, well, this is, is actually, a, well, no, this is actually, I need to take that down because that's from a previous party. Okay. Um, yeah. This is sort of the, I would say the sequel to that party. Um, which, which is like someone kind of had a, they fell no, back a, into old habits. Uh, you could say that. I, it's a gender reveal party for my pythons. I, okay. I, you know, just to say, I feel like my guess was pretty wrong. But, okay, so. I would say it was pretty close, but yeah. Okay, so you're pythons. So after the last intervention, we were all hanging out drinking. And so someone started passing around these pythons kind of like everyone gets one you know what i mean kind like of a thing? gift basket at the end um except this is deering yeah it was well yeah it's not in a basket it was loose okay. so you had to kind of like fumble around with it you could put it in a blank you could do whatever you want with it it's your own snake you can do whatever you sure. want i'm not here to like tell people what to do with their pet snakes um so anyway one thing led to another and now we're having a gender reveal party 
And we're doing it, I think, in the most snaky, I guess, way possible. So, like, during a podcast recording is what you think is the most snaky. No, 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 because this is just coincidental. Okay. This is just, we're going to, I mean, you got the invite. Like, we're going to paint one of your legs blue and one of your legs pink. And then whichever one I kick. No, whichever one the snake goes for. That's it. Right. Okay, right, right. Um, this is all on the invite. The invite was huge. I, I mean, it was like a manual. You know, I think that the problem with the invite was that because it was it was so huge, it was like it was a wall, and so it for me it was more. I I kept on because you put it in front of the house and like lean it against uh-huh. the house, and so for me to leave, it was like stuck. You know, keeping the door shut, so I had to actually use an alternate exit to the house. And so that part became unusable. So I didn't read it. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that that was, you sent that to everyone? No, because not everyone had the special instructions. Okay. Yours was 130. Your your invite came in the form of a 135 page manual. Yeah. Which that was pasted gigantic. Each page yep. across a series of, I don't know what structural. The invitation explained, you need to paint your legs and you need to show up at noon. And then I repeat that in a bunch of different languages. That's why it's 135 pages. It re- it's really only one page of information. Yeah. It's, you know that I, that I speak English, though, correct? And you're doing so well with it, too. It's gotten so much better. Okay. Well, it's, uh, and this may shock you, but English is actually my first language. Wow. And it, it, that, I, that you consider that, that's really cool. And you've grown so much. Right. Okay. From the sort of babbling nonsense language that you spoke in for a few, you know, many years. Are you just talking about the medical lessons? Whenever you say weird language? Yeah, when you're like a blobity bloobity and your stethoscopy and uh, uh, lungy cancery. And you're saying all these like kind of fun sounding words that I'm sure are like really fun to say. In my culture, you mean? One thing that's important to know about language is that you're trying to convey information, not just fun noises and sounds. Okay. And that's something that you're developing. You're still a growing boy. You're developing. Okay. Well, anyway, um, great. So I guess, so just to clarify for our listeners and for you, so this is a podcast recording. And I guess at the same time, maybe there might be a gender reveal party for your pythons. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Digital in the House. Digital in the House. house. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. And you know that I I speak English, though, correct? Calcium pyrophosphate dehydrated crystal arthritis. Calcium pyrophosphate dehydrated crystal arthritis. Calcium pyrophosphate dehydrated crystal arthritis. Calcium pyrophosphate dihydrate crystal arthritis. You know that I, that I speak English, though, correct? Yes. Yes. Sue Amphitryon, El Dr. London Smith.
Young. And later, Cameron tells us we can expect a special guest, a, a nutritionist of, of sorts. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. Oh, great. Uh, can you say that word? Is that... Nutritionist? I'm sorry, I... You were doing the you're doing the babbling thing again. I couldn't make out what you were saying. You were going blah blah blah, blah, blah nutritional blah blah. I'm sorry. It's, again, it's so, it's fun. It's really cute. It's fun, it, but it's not it's not it's not language. Okay. Well, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So I saw this note strapped to the chest of a man who walked into the bank, um, and the man was sweating and crying excessively. And he had other sort of bulky steps, stuff strapped to him, too. And then the bank teller gave him um, so much money. Anyway, so the note strapped to his chest. Uh, it said, quote, Hi, Jorge. Perhaps you can spend time with my son. Oh, sorry. It was Jorge. Uh, perhaps, or jo- Georgia? Jorge. Perhaps you can spend time with my son, Harold. He says he needs to borrow some sugar from a mommy. End quote. I'm sorry, I I didn't read that quite well enough. Uh, But anyway, first of all, I'd like to thank you so much for reaching out to us here at the Jock Dog Podcast. Uh, So this listener is asking you for mommy sugar? um, Well, to spend time with their son, Harold, who needs to borrow some sugar from a mommy. Oh, okay. So I I, I think it's kind of understandable what's happening here you your voice was the first thing that this child heard and so it sort of had an imprinting effect where he thinks everyone thinks that you're his mommy so so you think the thing that imprinting which which happens with ducks you think that that Mm -hmm. somehow which which normally does not ducks and was a plot point in the twilight series i think right like yes remember he like imprinted on a baby you know, you'd think I would have kept up with it, but it the, the series did lose my interest at a certain point. But um, in any case, so I guess you know I could I could spend time with with this person's son Harold. That you know I don't I don't think I have any sugar from a mommy. I mean, what if this is a uh, what if it's like a make a wish thing? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, what you don't want to help this kid? Yeah. So I guess. I guess I'll... Why do you hate fixing people so much? Maybe I'll ask for sugar from a mother and then take that, like, bag or cup of sugar to Harold? To your to, your child. And then... Um, the child that has chosen you as a parent. Okay. Through the, you know, miracle of... Of imprinting. Imprinting. Which is very much a thing that applies to ducks and normally not humans. But may, maybe Harold is... Unique. Maybe Harold is a duck. I'm not sure. In any case, um, that's ridiculous. Thank you so much for reaching out to us here at the Jock Talk Podcast. Uh, but now for today's medical topic, pulmonary embolism. So consider pulmonary embolism, which is often shortened to just PE, and deep venous thrombosis, which is known as a DVT. So those are a continuum of one clinical entity called venous thromboembolism. So basically, a DVT is when a blood clot is formed somewhere in the body, and if that clot dislodges, travels through the veins... Oh my gosh. I'm sorry? Is this... The, you're doing it again. You're just talking about how English is your first language, and you're doing it. 
I so this is this is medicine. I'm using. I feel like I've I've really tried to uh to simplify and the terminology, you know, like I say at the beginning of the episode. How do I? I'm really struggling to explain this in a clear way. Um, let me think. You know how when I say, "Do you want to go outside?" It it's sort of a I'm asking a question mm-hmm. and then you say uh huh and then I'll let you outside. See I, the words I'm making are not fun sounds. They convey information. Okay, what's what you're doing is nonsense. All right, do whatever you got to do, but here we gotta, we got to speed it up. All right. Okay. So every time okay. you this is we're gonna we're gonna turn this medical lesson into a game. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Anything to keep the listeners engaged. You know. Every time you hear Avril Lavigne's voice, you need to start speaking faster. Okay. Have you ever seen those videos where it's like a B movie, but every time they say B, it doubles the speed? No, but that... It's like an old meme type thing, right? So we're just going to do that with your fun babbly noises. Okay. Okay. Sure, so... Ready? Yeah, so... Uh, if that clot dislodges, travels through the veins into the heart, then it is pumped into the pulmonary veins, and where it that's where it finally plugs up arteries, and that event is the pulmonary embolism or PE. That means that ventilation, which is breathing, may be working fine, but perfusion, which is blood flow within the lungs, is compromised, so patients can be breathing all they want, but no gas exchange takes place. It's no surprise then that diagnosis is an indication for treatment. Clinically, the presentation of pulmonary embolism depends on the severity in terms of just how much blood flow is stopped. Patients can have difficulty breathing, pleuritic chest pain, which is chest pain when taking breath, cough, hemoptysis, even syncope or passing out if it is a large PE. Clinical signs include tachypnea, which is increased breathing, uh, rails, tachycardia, and passive PE. Other possible signs include low-grade fever, decreased breath sounds, and dullness on percussion. Uh, The workup for suspected PE is based on pretest... Do it in a high-pitched voice. Um, It's based on pretest probability, so the modified Wells criteria is a scoring system that helps guide this process, directing one towards a D-dimer test in the low probability, towards a CTA if a PE is likely. Uh, We don't have to go... We don't have time to go into Wells criteria right now, because... Uh, you know, with not enough time, but feel free to look that up. Uh, to diagnose, one may try to get a Canadian accent. In an accent? Yes. Canadian. Uh, sorry. Uh, to diagnose, one may want to get ABG levels, which would show low PaO2 and low CO2, the latter due to hyperventilation and high pH. Uh, sorry. Chest x ray is usually normal. Uh, sorry. Uh, as I said, diadimer essay is another test that can be used, testing for the leftover products that occur after a clot dislodges, so it can be elevated in patients with PE and DVT. If the diadimer results are normal and clinical suspicion is low, PE is very unlikely. It can be elevated in other conditions, though, so it is not specific on its own. Um, Clinical suspicion is high, however, the first diagnostic step in a suspected PE is a venous, venous duplex ultrasound of the lower extremities, since a DVT typically happens here. If there's a positive result, treat with IV anticoagulation with like heparin. Uh, bear in mind, though, that although this test is very helpful when positive, it is of little value when negative, as half of patients with PE may show negative. The next clinical diagnostic step would be CT angiography, which has been found to be a good sensitivity with, of over 90% in specificity. Uh, this is the test of choice in most medical centers, but CTA cannot be performed in patients with significant renal insufficiency because of IV contrast that is required. Although CTA is the usual test of choice, pulmonary angiography is the gold standard. However, it is invasive, so it is not done as frequently. Treatment for pulmonary embolism includes supplemental oxygen to treat hypoxemia and intubation with mechanical ventilation if severe, if it is severe enough. Am I doing good? Are we, are we tracking? 
Oh, I stopped paying attention like so okay, long well, ago. Okay, well, I'm glad that you're paying attention. I'm just watching these Avril Lavigne videos now. Okay. So, uh, well, also acute anticoagulation therapy with either unfractionated or low molecular weight heparin to prevent another PE can be used. Uh, anticoagulation prevents further clot formation but does not lyse existing emboli or diminish the current thrombus size. So, in other words, this is just to prevent the next PE from happening, not the one that is currently happening. Start that anticoagulation immediately on a basis of clinical suspicion. If cl- clinical suspicion for PE is high, contraindications to heparin include, of course, active breathing, uncontrolled hypertension, recent stroke, or heparin-induced thrombocytopenia, oral anticoagulation like warfarin or one of the novel oral anticoagulants can be used for long-term treatment with a heparin bridge. Though it has not been shown in... Irish. Uh, though it's not been shown to improve mortality rates in patients with PE, one may consider thrombolytic therapy with streptokinase or TPA in patients with massive PE who are hemodynamically unstable or have evidence of right heart failure. Uh, another option is inferior vena cava. Like a bee. Uh, like a bee? Yeah, like a bee. Uh, like buzzing bee? Yeah, I guess. I just make sure. Okay. Uh... Another option is inferior vena cava interruption with IVC filter placement, uh, which has been more commonly done, but reduction in mortality has not been exclusively demonstrated. Patients who have an IVC filter placed are at higher read risk. It, read it like you hit someone on with your car on the way to the studio and you kept driving. And you, that's a secret you have and that you don't want anyone to know about. Okay. Just be informed. Yeah, okay. Okay. Patients who have IVC filter place are at a, a higher risk of recurrent DVT, but at lower risk of recurrent PE. This intervention can be used in patients with uh, in which anticoagulation is contraindicated. And finally, the surgical thrombectomy can be considered in patients with hemodynamic compromise, a large proximal thrombus, and who are poor candidates for fibrinolytics. Uh, is that... Wow, I think I learned a lot from that. Good, yeah. No, it's uh, pulmonary embolisms, very high-yield, very important topic that, you know, it can be life-saving to, to be... Well, and it sort of reminds it. me of the artist Bon Iver, known as Justin Vernon, and how he sort of developed this way of writing where he moved away from traditional lyricism and moved towards um, just picking specific words that are announced specific ways and sort of um, morphed together in a, an aesthetically pleasing way right so the lyrics a lot of times don't necessarily mean anything but they're really fun to listen to and that way babies can listen to it just like this show and your medical lessons yes uh, okay well like you know great to start education at a young age so having a baby listen to that might sure that, that might be useful i i feel like it is more for you know medical students did you get it out of your system yeah. though no i'm i'm finished i okay. you know especially that thinking about hitting a person with a car um and carrying that secret yeah it's gotta be tough yeah we, we can move on from there all right uh cameron said that we have a guest today is that right that's right dr london we have a first time guest but you know what i think this might be one of the most special guests that we've ever had now i'm bringing that back if you remember I was banned from calling every single guest the most special guest that we've ever had. Yeah, well, the lawsuit. Because you said oh. it was misleading, and there, yeah, there was the um, slander and libel, libel lawsuit yeah. about it. From It was a joint lawsuit from all of our past previous guests mm-hmm. complaining that they were 
told they were the most special guest of all time. This is not that situation. This is the most special guest we've ever had. I've never spoken to them, and I don't know who they are. But they're here. Which is about as much research as you usually do. So, okay. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, before I choose, um, hello there. Uh, my name is DrLondonSmith.com, and this is our producer, Cameron. Hi. Hi, Dr. London. Hi, producer Cam. I am associate Melanie Juice. I am a nutritionist and a intuitive empath. Oh. Okay. Ah. So, I mean, I mean, can you feel what I'm feeling right now? Um, not quite. I mean, I I would need to get to know you a little bit more. I would need to hear about, you know, the coordinates and time of your birth and things like that oh, but okay. um if you have any medical issues uh, my gift allows me to figure out what it is you should be eating and drinking to help cure whatever ailment you might have okay oh wow I, i'm glad that you're not feeling exactly what i'm feeling right now because i feel terrible oh. I feel awful. what it sucks and so i I'm just don't i just that. don't want that for you no, I'm picking up on it, but don't worry. I can, you know, shield myself from feeling what you're feeling, but I can let you in and know intuitively what it is that you're feeling. Ugh, it's just like everything smells like burnt toast. I'm, my left arm is numb. It's, ugh, I feel terrible, right? I think it's, I, I honestly do think it's a, a dietary thing. Yes. Like, oh, absolutely. I know exactly what it is you need. And that, my friend, is celery juice. Okay. Dr. I, London, are you not, you don't seem sold on the celery juice. Why? It's celery. No, it's, you say it like it's, like I, you know, had a huge problem with it. No, it's just, um, so what Cameron, it sounded like he was describing was, sort of the classic stroke and heart attack symptoms of, you know, smelling burnt toast is like kind of just known generally as a stroke thing. Mm -hmm. And then the left arm numbness and I'm guessing chest pain, Cameron. Uh, he, let me feel. Mm, yeah. I think there's chest pain. Okay. See, that's just probably from a buildup of toxins. Oh. And I know and if you can get on the right diet, you can cleanse yourself of those toxins. The things of the American diet today are horrendous. Would you agree, Dr. London? Uh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of processed foods, a lot of very fatty foods, especially in the American diet. Uh and Ca Cameron, I would say he doesn't hold to the conventional American diet. Uh, in like in the healthy ways. Well, and there's a lot of foods that I keep dropping, which I don't, th which has sort of been an awful epidemic that's sort of plagued America for a long time. Is these slippery foods? Well, you. Okay. You mean dropping on the floor? Yeah, they're too slippery. Everything is. Look at my, my hands are well, soaked because everything is so slippery all the time. Uh, greasy foods, yeah. Uh, that, yes, that is... hydrolyzed fats. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. I don't know. It just okay. food's too slippery these days. It's become an issue. But I mean, what are you? So, what are you suggesting with the celery juice? So that sounds like a fun uh, drink to have. What about for the meal? That is part of the meal. Oh. Every day you wake up, you have a glass of water with lemon. Then you juice in a juicer an entire stock of celery. And I actually have a line of juicers 
that I could send you a link to that you can buy uh, free of shipping and those will get fix you right up. So you drink a celery stalk every day. You don't want any of the particles. You want it on an empty stomach, nothing but water and lemon, celery juice. And then you make what I call the metal detox smoothie, which contains uh, seaweed from the North Atlantic Ocean, and that is going to help wow. with the toxins. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And I do feel very toxic lately. Exactly. I've been online exactly and the mean. things I've been saying are terrible and I don't know why I keep doing it and so I just want these toxins out. That will help with online trolling. I have a whole chapter in my book all about that. Oh, you have a, you have a book as well. I do. I have three books with lots of smoothie recipes and I have, as I mentioned, a line of juicers for you to juice your own celery. And I also own a farm that produces celery that you can also get your celery from. So when you were saying you're going to send me a link to a place where I can get a juicer, it was to your website where you are selling juicers. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that just sounds convenient and like a good business. Like you own every you. level of the process. Exactly. And, you know, I want it to just be kind of a one-stop shop because you don't want to be following all kinds of links. You just want one link to one place where you can become healed. You want to be able to integrate these systems vertically, one would say. I I don't know what you mean by that, but yes. Dr. London, I mean, what? Yeah. What you what? Well, what is this dumb face you have on your face? Well, it, just the fact that for me, it's kind of a big, kind of a cool breakthrough that something that you say is not understandable to someone else on a similar level to what you claim that, you know, my words sound like. It's it's just a little, it's kind of a goodie for me. But so what I'm wondering about this, the celery diet, you've only mentioned celery so far. And I'm not sure if you're lemon aware Lemon and water was involved, I believe. Oh, sorry, lemon and water. Okay. So that, you know, you try to get fruits and vegetables which it sounds like you're covering some of those uh but then you know grains oh uh, no 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 oh what are, are grains i mean are th is that bad for me it's bad for everyone oh, Cameron, no. and i'll tell you why is that we are human beings who for the longest time on this earth ate fruits and vegetables Fruits and vegetables, that's it. And that is what our bodies have evolutionized to take in. And we, we, we're not built for all this hydrolyzed fat or, or, or meat or uh, icky things like grain. We are made to process pure foods. This is really alarming to me because I had a ton of wheat earlier. Like a just absurd, unbelievable amount of just raw wheat. And how do you feel? Terrible. My left arm is numb. It's just, it's these toxins attacking my body. Now that, now that you've opened my eyes to this, I can see it. It's almost like uh, in an example of a movie that might exist where something happens and then someone can see something better. If you could think of an example of a movie where that happens, it would be just like that. You are correct, Producer Cameron. And, uh... Me, Associate Melanie Juice, uh, which is the name of my brand of juice. I'm sorry, is, is Associate your first name then? And you're going by your no, full name here? No, Doctor, just as you go by the term Doctor, 
I go by associate uh, to reflect my level of education. Oh, so you have wow. an associate's degree. I do in nutrition. Yes, very recent. I just got my certificate in the mail because you know okay. COVID. We couldn't have a real graduation. Sure. Um, and yeah. so it's two years of, of sort of. Usually, isn't it more like preliminary courses in the, uh, you know, sort of you cover your basics in like I'm assuming. Well, there's you probably electives classes. too. Oh yeah, I took surfing as an elective. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, think of the like this. I I really apologize for Doctor London's behavior. He is more of a how would you say book learner type. He doesn't vibe well with uh, people who learn it on the streets and learn it from experience in real life, like yourself. I can tell that exactly. you you've had a full life, and Doctor London he's just got his he's got his head and his books, and he's like, oh, but what does this say? And what does that say? And two plus two, who who decides what that is? All these things. Right. And, and and let me tell you, you seem to really get me, producer Cameron. Yep. And, and, and my knowledge really is from the streets, uh, from myself. I grew up with a terrible disease called eczema. Oh. And when I had eczema, which I don't anymore, I do not have it. And you know what cured me, Cameron, was the celery juice. I also was on a regimen of steroid cream, but at the same time was juicing a whole stock of celery from my farm every day, and I was cured. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, Dr. London, have you ever even cured anyone in your entire life? Nope. I, like, cure isn't really the word that I usually use for any of it, but, like, you treat and then people recover. Yeah, like, eczema usually, I feel, I feel like the... You know the steroids, the corticoids, whatever might might have been more helpful. And I I I just want to clarify something before Cameron goes off on it. So eczema isn't eggs with a mature rating. It isn't eggs ma. It it's eczema is a skin condition. Yeah, eczema is a is the I think there's only two types of mammals that also lay eggs: platypus and an echidna. Yeah. What? What is an echidna? Oh, it's uh, like a platypus. Oh, so in that a platy- they're both, oh. in that they're both eczema. Mm-hmm. And that is what so, I said, Doctor London, eczema. Right. Okay. Anyways, I I did want to just clarify that. So, so what I'm seeing as an issue is that you can have some, you know, d- depending on what vitamins you're getting from that food. It's it sounds like you might be deficient in some vitamins and you know maybe not getting enough protein oh uh, deficient <laughs> what language <laughs> okay wow. so this is another because i yeah doc- to... dr london stop bullying our guests okay he, he wants to tell me i'm deficient oh okay i'm deficient <laughs> oh oh i i haven't read all the books that you have with your expensive schools and so thusly i can't think for my own Right, and it sounds like Cameron. What you said about Doctor London is he's deficient in street smarts. Huh? What do you think about that, Doctor London? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it does sound like you understood the word. It's it's you just got a... SSD street smarts deficiency. I die. I hereby, and with my associate's degree, diagnose you, Doctor London, with a deficiency in street smarts. Boom. <laughs> so, this is wow breaking the story wide open so and i'm and i'm sorry to turn the 
turn the attention away from me, but, um, uh, Miss, Miss Associate Melanie Juice, if I could ask, how long have you been, have you been using this particular diet? How long, how long have you been on it? Uh, it? About three years now. So okay. take that, vitamins. Take that, vitamins. Yeah. I take celery and, so, and, and seaweed from the North Atlantic Ocean. And lemon every once in a while. Yes, every day. Every day. So, so I'm, I guess my question to you is, you know, let, let's say for a second that sure, you, you're fine, but do you have numbness in your, your hands or feet? Um, I, what, 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 define, define numbness. Mm. It's, it's kind of like yeah. what... Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like what Cameron described in his arm. It's where you can't feel with your hands or feet to some extent. Well, I've never been able to feel with my hands or feet. Wow. Okay. I so that's that's not the usual response that I get. Um. So, let's say that you touch. Uh, I I'm gonna try to think of it simply. Let's try say that you try to touch something with your hand. Okay. Like, okay, let's say I'm, touch... I'm, I'm kind of following. Okay, so... You... I, I get, I'm really sorry if he's speaking in this kind of, like, weird... It's, it's, um, it's, it's like of... code, isn't it? It's like, it's like yeah, a... Yeah, it's... Hieroglyphics. It's, it's a little secret language that he has with his little friends so they can tell their little secrets. Okay. And I don't like it. Okay, I think I have an example for you. Okay, so you have your celery, and you're, you're, you're grabbing your celery with your hand. Can you feel it? Whenever you do that, can you feel that you have the object in your hand? There's not much to feel on celery. It's just, it's kind of like it'd be a, it could be a waste power. of time, right? It'd be like a waste of time because it's like like there's not even anything there to feel. So right. like, why am I going to be like paying so much attention to feeling this the celery and like? Right. I mean, if I well, put it's... the celery stock on my leg when I've taken it out of the fridge, then it's cold. Okay. I can okay, feel that's that something. on my leg. Yeah. And is it, can you feel that, you know, on your toe? I guess you don't put it on your toe, probably. Um, I'm just, I'm just wondering because, you, you know, your cold and heat, or you, sorry, your, uh, your temperature and pain sensations are with a different group of nerves. And so I'm just trying to figure out maybe if there could be a problem you, with your current what, diet. What, what, why are you trying to poke holes in her, her, entire system yeah are you trying to say i'm hand and foot deficient yeah what are you even trying to do i don't understand what your angle is here dr london i so i'm wondering if you're are you if she has are you are you selling like a competing juicer is that what this is about or something oh do you have a line of juicers doctor no okay you know what you know what we we can we can table what i was saying there and I did, I did have a question. Can I? Do I have to raise my hand if I have a question? I will call on you. Yes, Cameron, you may ask your question. Um, so I do already have a juicer. Will your celery work in my juicer, or do I should I just go ahead and order a couple of years to be safe? I think you should go. Ahead. Well, the thing is, celery doesn't keep great, so you have to have a weekly shipment coming in. And if your blades on your juicer are not new and sharp, you may need a whole new juicer. Um, and oh. and I I sell those. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I mean, yeah, like the juicer, it makes juice, but like I don't know if it's getting all of the um, antioxidants into my into my juice. You know what I mean? 
Exactly, and you need it, and you need, and you can't just, if, if we're going back to the lemons, you can't just buy lemon juice at the store. You need a fresh lemon, because you need the insides of that lemon to be alive. Wow. Yeah, and so, I mean, do you, do you, like, have a lemon tree? Do of course grow? I do. I sell lemons. Nice. The, my lemon line is called Lil Lucy's Lemons. Oh, wow. Okay, so not named after you, then. No, Lucy is well. It's my middle name. Okay, okay, right. That that clarifies that confusion earlier. So your your title is associate, and it's Melanie Lucy Juice. Yes, associate Melanie Lucy Juice. Okay, Lucy Juice. Okay. Um, I mean, Doctor Linda, it just I don't I don't. You seem very antagonistic about this. All she's doing is she's telling people eat your vegetables. And a little bit of fruit juice, and you'll be good. Do you see how limiting that is? Why is though? that bad? So, like, okay, so good things about it, okay? Uh huh. You know, celery. You know, you'll get you'll get some fiber from that. It's a very hydrating vegetable, uh, and so so that's great. Um, with the with the lemons, you'll get you know that's a great way to prevent scurvy. So that's a lot of vitamin C, and it it also has other vitamins in it. But there are certain vitamins that you cannot get from these things. And I'm worried about your the amount of protein that you get and, you know, the building blocks basically for, let's say... Well, I think that's a... To- is that a toxin? Which one? Protein? Protein is toxic, okay? Oh. People at the beginning of time were not killing and eating animals. They were surviving on leaves and berries, okay? So, so I should clarify... So leaves and berries, I, depending on what, like lettuce leaves, those kind of things, those can have amino acids, which are the building blocks of proteins. So it's not like it's not like it, those are bad across the board, but you're you're missing out on some things like like a a big dose of protein, and then also you're thinking iron, like you look very pale and you seem kind of woozy, and I can't help but think that that might be connected to the fact that you've been on this diet for so long. This is what all you doctors tell me all the time. Oh, you're pale. Oh, you can't feel your hands and feet. Oh, He's just you... trying to sell a product. You know I, what I mean? He's trying to was... push drugs onto you. Exactly. He's trying to big pharma, just throwing big pharma in my face when I really just need some fresh fruits and veggies. And you know what? I think I've solved the hand thing that you're talking about because I burned off all the fingerprints on my hand years ago on the stove. I just put my hands down on the stove, didn't notice, and now I have no fingerprints. So I'm sorry. So years ago, so usually the timeline is once you begin one of these diets that may be lacking in certain vitamins, it's about two years of, you know, uh, storage in your liver that you have. Maybe you started another diet before then, but like, anyways, so I guess the point. Well, that's an interesting question. Is this, you're the first sort of uh, diet that you've been on? No, before this one, I was actually eating a diet of wild blueberries. Very, very important that they're wild and not grown mm, no no pesticides no pesticides no human planted the plant it has to be just wild natural blueberries and i was eating that um and a lot of pomegranate juice so that was that did okay you said wild did you 
and maybe this is a strange question and you know do correct me on this if i'm wrong did you live in the wild like were you out in sort of a a rural place where this was easily accessible well i wasn't gonna talk about this on here but i guess now i have to um i was kicked out of my house for having eczema and i had to live in the wild uh, amongst the elk the elk took me in and introduced me to wild blueberries and that's um that's how i got on my my nutrition kick is i realized once i started eating these wild blueberries this celery my eczema along with a small regimen of topical steroids cured me and so at that point you said goodbye to the elk and you invented a juicer Yes. That's an amazing story. Thank you. I, I, I really am a wonder of nature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Dr. So, Leonard, what are you struggling with? It's just, I don't understand what your issue, why you keep taking so much issue with someone who is as healthy as our guest. Yeah, it's just, just there are so many things that, like, so you were raised by elk for a period of your life. Um, yes. Okay, so that's, you know, I think that's a less controversial thing to discuss. That's something that, you know, maybe I won't be as concerned with giving our listeners some some information I wouldn't want. So maybe let's... How do elk long... eat celery? They do, yes. Whenever they can find it. How long did you spend with the, with the elk? Eight years. Okay, so you were... And you were kicked out whenever you diagnosed with eczema. So what? Yeah, my mom know, what, said, he, "I I will not have no daughter with eczema. Get out! Oh. Get out! Get!" She said, and "Get." And we hear, we hear about this epidemic of, um, you know, older generations, let's say boomer type, not being accepting of like having a rash or uh, dry skin or these kind of things, and. Exactly. It's, um, it's know, terrible. I, I, I'm really, really sorry to hear, hear about all that. And I actually have a foundation called the Lucy Juice Foundation for kids who get kicked out of their house for having eczema. And um, I adopt them all. Oh. Oh, wow. You, you Your foundation is just anyone who fits those requirements you adopt. It's an, I have sort of an a orphanage? 60, I have 60 adopted children um, that live outside on my farm and pick the celery I grow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you have wild children. Well, I just, yes. And I just want these kids to feel accepted and loved, you know, as I wasn't by my human parents. My elk yeah. parents were very kind. And so okay. you keep them sort of as like human cattle. Oh, I mean, no. I mean, they, they have, they do live in a barn. Yes. Um, yep. And they do pick my celery for me, and I, but I do pay them in love. Yeah, okay. and do they eat from a trough? Well, it's not a trough per se. I guess it would be more of a, more of a, a, a big, a uh, boxed round, deep plate. It's like a yep. tub. It's like tapas. You know, how you like you're sharing, and you're kind of passing everything around with tapas. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, but that's that's the opposite because it's a small plate rather than a big plate. But a bunch of small plates doesn't that equal a big plate? Isn't that just the most profound thing I've ever heard? This is the kind of science and education you're going to get from this podcast. 
Well, I'm just going to have to listen. Okay, so... You know, it's it's great to hear about, you know, these great products and that you lived with elk for eight years and that you later, you know, essentially started sort of a, an adoption. I guess you're a foster parent, more or less, uh, with 60 children who yes. you, you, you have them you do roam. the work for you. Yeah. Sounds like they roam quite a bit. They do. Um, and, and something I should have mentioned is... All of them have not had an eczema outbreak in over a year. Wow. We're, we're all cured, I'm telling you. Dr. London, I know it sounds crazy. My doctor says that that it's crazy. Uh, but you got to look at the results. I mean, I haven't had a rash in nigh on three years. And my 60 children, same thing. Since they started living it- with me and eating celery. And it really goes to show how close-minded the medical community can be, where they won't be open to these new ideas like if you if you and your 60 children only have celery, of course it's going to get rid of your rashes. Like That, to me, makes so much sense, and I feel like my mind is being open to an entire new category of health. Yes, and, and, the, and, the, and the medical community does not want to talk about celery. And, and you know why? It's because it would put the topical steroid business completely out. Should I throw up because I ate all that wheat earlier? I just feel like I know that the, it's just like toxic in my body. Listen, I, I, I don't want to endorse throw up, but um, pooping it out would be just as helpful. You know, right. you, you know what you need? Yeah, I'll see what I can do with that. You need a cleanse. <gasps> what, is, what, what does that mean? I have a book just on cleanses. Because I took a shower like two days ago, so I know that I've like I'm... I'm good. I'm clean. So you got the the external toxins washed off. Now it's time to shower your inside with celery oh. juice. I tried to do that once, and then I nearly drowned. So that is something that you want to like trying to cl- like shower the inside of your body. Oh. And so I would just like open my mouth, and then you know it, it didn't work out great. Well, that's because I don't have a chapter in my book on showering your insides. That was more of a metaphor. You know what I'm talking oh. about, doctor. Metaphors. That's a big, you yeah. know. I don't know. That All that's... my knowledge is from the streets, so I, I don't know these kind of things. I, meta, metaphor isn't like a medical term, if that's what you're trying to say. That's that's just a normal. Uh, it just, these, uh, it's just your, your you know, you're, you're speaking a different language there, Dr. Linden. No idea what you're talking about. Okay. But I mean, so what? what is this cleanse? Like, what do I need to do? All right. You got to give up all the grains, all the protein, Done. and you just got to, for, for three straight days, nothing but fruit. Okay? You can do a little avocado dip with plantain chips. Almost feels like you're, you're having chips and dip. Yep. But plantains and avocado, that's my trick for this cleanse. Just three days of fruit. That's all. Are there, and just any fruit? It doesn't matter any specifics? Yes, uh, but not tomatoes. Oh. Because that, okay. that, because... that crap is not a fruit. Okay, yeah, that's what I oh. thought you were going to say. Because you just disagree with it on principle. Okay. Yeah, I'd get that. Okay. Exactly. All right, so, so Cameron, you can try this cleanse. And I think, you know, for a few days, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Like, that's would be fine for you to get because normally cameron is he, he got this 
uh, how to describe it. He has a basket hanging from his neck normally, and mm-hmm. he um he he got some automated system where like he'll he has a muzzle and he'll scoop from the bag. It's filled with fried food right. of just various kinds with cheese oh, dip to kind of fuse it all. So he he gets his muzzle and he scoops just some of the food and straps that on and then he just he, it's a horse feed bag is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's and a horse feed bag. It's a thing you strap that has like different food in it. It's usually fried foods that I keep around my head all day long. Yeah. Well, and he'll do this the thing is he'll do this during the podcast and like we have we have hundreds of episodes that we haven't been able to use because he's just talking through his food the whole time. Yeah. That is it, that's disgusting. Honestly, I I've only known you a few minutes, Cameron, but that is that I I wouldn't expect such things from you. You know, and it was really hard cuz it sort of conflicted with my sleep apnea machine to try to have both of them on. It was a nightmare. I would like to see a photograph of that. That sounds bonkers. It's it was miserable. I hated it. Yeah, Cameron does frequently bring up, especially in the winter, he'll say like, "Well, layering is just super important to stay warm." And then he'll try to layer the feed bag and the sleep apnea machine. And I don't I don't think the saying really applies to this. It's just because saying? you're that, just saying? dressing in layers. That's that's the term. This oh. the saying you never stack a sleep apnea machine on a horse feed bag. Ah, uh, yes. I think we learned that one in my English class when I was at school to become a nutritionist. Oh, what school did you go to? I went to Monterey Bay Community College for wow. people who want to become nutritionists. Is that is that last part something that you added? No, that's the, that's the name of the school. Okay, great. So, so it sounds like it is... It is directed towards what you wanted to do. So that is something. Exactly. Well, I also like that it has basically an advertisement in its name. Right. It's well, like, that's how you know, I found like, them. It's I, like telling I, you what's going on. I like that. Yeah. It, it's a good old MCCPFWBN. Right. Love that school. Oh, I have we a competed against with that them in, We competed against them in surfing. Yeah, that's it. I thought oh, that was man. so cute, a surfing class for my PE requirement. Yeah, that was... That got brutal. I remember... I was, yeah, I was about to say, that was a really violent competition. I'd, I, I went to that game, sure. and... Phew. Yeah, that like, match. That surfing well, match. Well, yeah, because you... Well, and I don't know if, you know, if, if every side was aware, but I don't know which side it was, but one of them poisoned the, the water, both what the... Uh, athletes were drinking and also the water they were surfing on they poisoned the pacific ocean wow that's my understanding i I, didn't hear anything about this this is crazy this this is terrifying i just drank a ton of the pacific ocean earlier today like a ton this is not good yeah that's yeah it's not uh the the salt water that you know the tonicity of it is actually anyway i you know what i feel like once again, my medical jargon is going to go over someone's head. So maybe it's about time for us to, uh, and you know, I hate to do this while you're on the show. Associate. Oh, don't do it. I know Melanie what you're going to do, but we have chores to do. Uh, and if, okay. If, yeah. If you would help us with it. So we, um, and Kevin, I don't know if you want to explain, cause I feel sure, like sure. people are getting so, lost in my words today. 
Yeah, basically, like, we were, we had been, we got really busy because we had been playing a lot of, like, blackjack. We don't know how to play that game. No. But there's, like, a fun, there's, like, a fun variation where you well, do, I heard like, it's all about Jack numbers. Black impressions, and it's, it's like, like, a lot of numbers, yeah. so you count them. Anyway, you we kept, were doing that for, counting, like... counting, yelling out numbers. We we neglected a lot of our chores, a lot of our to do lists. Like we have mm-hmm. this, like we haven't done laundry in forever. We haven't done the dishes in forever. We yeah. there's a lot to do. We're trying to take care of it, especially in this new year. And so we built this fun chore wheel that we're gonna go ahead and spin whatever it lands on. We have to do it, even if we don't want to do it. Doctor London, do you? If you don't want to do it, you still have to do it. I still have to, and like, and I don't mean that just like oh, like oh, I have to. I did sign something. You had me sign. Yep. Uh, and so, like, legally, I'm obligated to, and like, yeah. there is. And if you the, if you don't, I'm gonna leak your DMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. He, he's gonna he's gonna dox me. Is also yeah. it's contractual. Wow. Anyway, so let's avoid that now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's spin the thing. Okay. And would you like the honors? Would you like to spin it? Yes, please. All okay. Right. I just I just push down. Yeah, and so okay, yeah. and it's. I don't know if you can get a proper grip with your, but, um, I don't feel anything. Yeah. So you'll just, yeah. Use your eye. You have to use your eyesight for this one because since hands don't feel anything, you can't just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, there we go. There we go. Okay, and then I just, think and I'm touching it. There. Oh, oh no, well, this one, I guess it's, I mean, it's probably a, a little, decent time for this one. A little late. A little late. I mean, it's from last yeah. year, I think, but yeah. But uh, we've got to return our Christmas gifts that we hate. Great. Oh, good. Oh, you got some stuff you need to return to? Yes, I have a box of chocolates that um, I have no use for. Oh, yeah, you've got to get rid of that. Taking up all that space? All that space? Yeah, i got to get rid of this. And it's just disgusting. And I could never imagine doing that to my health. Well, I, I appreciate that you brought it with you. That, like... And so you said this is from this Christmas, this past one, right? Or the- Yes, just a month ago. And a, a month ago to the day, I believe. And I brought it just to, uh, to, as a thank you re-gift to you two for having me on your show. But now... Oh, okay. So you're but, just you're pawning off the chocolates you don't want to us? Well, I was going to, but now I ha- legally I have to return them, I think. That is true. Yeah, that's true. And Otherwise also, you're going to be doxxed. Well, and, you know... To our benefit, it does look as if you left it outside at the farm. Just, the, it looks like it's been stomped upon quite well, a bit. I was, I was actually about to comment. Some of these chocolates, you say you don't eat chocolate, but some of them look chewed on for sure. Well, I have 60 curious children who I'm trying to teach how to be healthy. And, and they have days where they're just, they just don't get it. But so y'all are just like chewing on chocolate and then spitting it out, so that way you're. Well, not they start like... to chew it at it, and I'm like, "Stop it! Stop, spit it uh... out! Spit it out!" And I, I hit them on the back until they spit it out. But you just you just still just keep it around. Well, in case I need, yeah, I can find somebody who would enjoy it. Yeah, uh, Doctor Lennon, what are you returning? Yeah, so I have this. Um, well, I so I got this crate, and I'm not sure who it's from. It was a Secret Santa thing. And the uh, limit yeah. was thirteen hundred dollars, so I didn't know. Then, like it was, it was anywhere from ten to thirteen hundred dollars that you could spend on the gift. Mm-hmm. And so I got Just someone nor- yeah, normal secret Santa stuff. Yeah, so I got someone uh, a bow tie, 
And, you know, I spent $15 How much did that cost? Oh, 15, nice. 15, yeah. yeah. No, and it's super cool tie. It's it's actually like, and I paid for, I'm trying to remember. Does it spin? It spins. That's what it is. Nice. It, and lights up, which I thought for $15, that is a steal. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was a really good deal. So they got that, and I got, so this crate that they had delivered to my house, and it's, so it's taller than me, and it grunts a lot. And, um, so, so what I found to be, well, like the the contents, what's the, what are the, have you opened the crate? So, so here's the thing. So it has like these, these holes in it that like, you know, they look built in air holes kind of thing. Uh Uh, The thing is the box came with like a prod, like a cattle prod. So it's something electrical. So I, at first, I thought that that was the present, and I thought like, "Well, this is neat. I can, you yeah, know, you jokingly can use this. shock my friends, right?" Uh, yeah. But then, but then the crate arrived right after. So I've been not. Re- it's it's like one of those. You've just been where, sticking the cattle prod through the air holes. Yeah, so to... it's like the chocolates. I don't know what to do with it right now. So, have, have you opened the box? Prod? Yeah, why haven't you opened the box? Well, it's so I tried like poking at it with the cattle prod, and that didn't open. I didn't know. I guess I'm not a handyman. I don't know how to do everything. Uh, you don't know how uh, to open the box is the issue. Well, okay. So, and one thing this I should is clarify those book for smarts listeners. again. Yeah. So it didn't have a ribbon on it for me to like you pull at to untie. It didn't have uh-huh. tape for me to pull off. Like none of it. Like I tried pushing at parts of it, and like there's like no yeah. no wrapping paper. So. No, I was super confused, and like, like I'm on your side here. Like, I d- it doesn't make sense, but so I so I but as these holes in it, so I keep on poking at it, and it has been, yeah. What so I guess it's been it's like a making? month. Uh, it says like, it says. What do you mean it says? No, it says like. Stop it! Help me! Whoa, whoa, so whoa, 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 whoa! We need to get a crowbar in here. Like a oh. normal person, and and rip that box open and okay. save whoever's inside. No, that sounds that sounds very crazy because a crowbar, like, I've had crows before, but to actually have them gather together to drink, I'm, uh, oh my it, god, it does, uh, Cameron, how do you do it? It's impossible to deal with this guy. I mean, okay, okay so, doctor. So wait, who are you returning it to? Do you do? You, or I guess the person who gave it to see, you as a secret thing. Santa. It was a very secret Santa. Um, oh gosh, what does that mean? So, so I got a letter in the mail months yep. ago, and it was telling me all about this secret Santa. It was like, you know, just I guess they didn't say Santa, but like they said a whole bunch of stuff about like, oh, we'll exchange this and that, and I was like, oh great, this this sounds wonderful. So, uh, and like. I knew the holidays were coming up and that if I got ahead of it, then I would have a present ready and I would be able to get, you know, what I got, which is an on sale bow tie that spins and lights up. So like, I know I played my part, right. And so I was like, you know, I, I wrote them back. I was like, I'm, I'm so down. I'm game. Let's do this. And so it can be hard to shop for gifts. You know what I mean? It's hard to get someone exactly what they want. And like, and I, for one thing, I get it. And I, that's why I haven't like tried mailing them again or calling or, uh, you know, I haven't like 
they've sent some messengers by, but I haven't like, you know, I haven't messengers. been Messengers, Dr. London, you might have a missing person, a kidnapped person in that box in your house and somebody just pawned them off on you. What a perfect hiding place to a man's house who can't open a box. Yeah. In exchange for a bow tie, they accepted, seem to have accepted that as payment with no questions. Oh, I should, we got to get that box open. We are we not returning probably... this present. We are taking it to the police. I'm we sorry. should at least throw some food in there. Like at the, the bare minimum, should be you should be throwing stuff in there. Here's the thing. Uh, just to clarify one point. Um, the So the bow tie did come back to me in the mail. I, I neglected I forgot to mention this earlier. So it said like, you know... That like that the the address wasn't right or something you know it that that returned oh, the same yeah. thing so uh anyway so you know I should probably yeah no I should try to return this but I, I realize that address is wrong so I'll just I'm calling the police right now on my cell phone you you okay. they've been like, in there for over a month How, are they even still alive can I, a person look, I, live that long look, in a box I, okay and I don't do Secret Santa a lot I don't play this game much. So yeah. I don't know if that's part of it, but uh, and the rules the rules are there's sort of regional variations of it too. I I have to assume look and like I've played Secret Santa when I was little. I don't remember the whole game, but I could swear that there were less kettle prods involved. Like maybe there was a taser. There might have been a taser, but I don't remember there being a full length kettle prod. So that's yep. new to me, and I'm thinking I want to learn to play this game so i will continue to and so i the box was unlabeled those anyway anyway yeah i feel like we're i'm going on too much and you know well, should i Cameron, talk should i talk about what i'm re- returning yeah yeah if you could yeah i'm returning my son um i think we've had a good run and he's pretty good at baseball which is cool like well but like I think besides that, and he's cool, but like we don't like vibe super well. But he was was he given to you? I mean, you know, in a way, he was he was given to me via you know the miracle of life, yeah, birth, yeah, yeah. Um. So was he? How old is he now? Uh, he's nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm just gonna take him back to the hospital and then say, y'all send him back. Yeah. Do whatever you want. This is your thing. Okay, he seems down with it too. I want to. I want to just throw that out there. It's there's. He's totally fine with living at the hospital. He's already started started calling all doctors and nurses, mommy and daddy. Um. So okay. I mean, I feel like it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go in. It's time to return my son back to his home, Great. his well, real also, home, the hospital mm-hmm. where he's born. You can also look up the Lucy Juice Foundation for unwanted children. And maybe maybe your son could come work on, and pick some celery on my farm. That I mean, that is super interesting too. That could be it. He does like picking things. He's always like 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 just picking at things. So that that could be yeah. good. Put that to use. Just grabbing. He's handsy is what you've described him as in the past. I feel like handsy implies that like he's grabbing people, but it's not that. It's more. Just like in a- everything, the store. always he's just he's just kind of flailing around grabbing. Yeah, yeah. And that's just what he does okay. day to day. I would say that's honestly probably the most annoying thing about him, and is why I'm trying to ship him off. Well, you know, Greg, so this hospital. might be a chance for him to grow as a person, and you know, that's 
I know he's thinking hospital, but you know, it's college age. Anyway, as long as he goes to, you know, kind of live life on his own, maybe being away from you would be a good idea just to help him grow a little bit, to grow apart, to grow together again later, possibly. Mm, Again, it's the vibe. It's so off. Like, I just don't see that happening. Mm. Okay. Well, Well, I would be, I would love to meet him. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have 61 children. What's one more? If if you if you meet him, you're going to know because anything you have in your house, he's going to be running around grabbing every single thing. And you're going to be like, oh, I think that's the kid. We just call him the boy, the kid, whatever. Maybe we can give him whatever. these chocolates. Uh, the boy. Yeah. The boy who likes chocolate? Half-chewed chocolate? He can have my chocolate. I, don't, I honestly oh. don't know, like, a ton about him. Because, like, again, like, the we're cool talk, yeah. we're cool in groups but like one-on-one like it's just like a different vibe you know what i mean but like super yeah. cool yeah. in groups and stuff and like a group hang um yeah you've told me you won't bring him on a date but you'll bring him on a group date yeah if it's like a group hang then yeah sure yeah but it's just like but one-on-one like it's, you... it's like oh like what do yeah. we even have to talk about like Wait, i don't even know anything about this guy Cause you've said it's not even just the one-on-one. Like if it's three people, like if it's you going on a date with someone, then if he's there, it gets really awkward. Cause he just sits there and grabs at stuff. Yeah. Like he's just constantly grabbing everything. Yeah. It, and it's mostly so food I, stuff, which is, gets pretty nasty. Yeah. He's grabbing okay, so my like... quesadilla with a fist mm-hmm. and then he's just like squeezing it. If you got a calzone that's shooting pizza stuff everywhere. It's it's a his, it's a whole issue. And okay. then if he's reaching into your horse mask, that's gross. he knows oh, not yeah. to do that because he'll get a bite. Because it's once that thing is on my my jaws, the my jaw movement is automatic. I just start going rom, 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 rom. Yeah, it is like like a masher, like a I don't know, like one of those giant machines. In any case, I feel like we. Um, I think it's like a hungry, hungry hippo. Okay. No, I guess that is more accurate. Or Mrs. There's Pac-Man. Like a scooping situation also. Your your head does go out a little bit for it. Yeah, that's true. Um anyway, I feel like we've about done that chore. I think I we did. Like we, DJ we Dylan, get let's get our gifts. give it an old uh we just did that chore jingle. Uh, well, all right. So I feel like it's that that's a good time to wrap it up. So um, anyway, thank you, Associate Melanie Juice. Uh, sorry, Associate Melanie Lucy Juice um, for being on. Thank you, Dr. London. This has been so much fun getting to know you two, learning about street smarts and book smarts. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully I just I feel yeah, close and I, to I, you. That's I, great. I feel like I've learned a lot today about celery and a little bit of lemon. Wow. Those are the main two things. And a website where to go to to get a juicer. Yeah, speaking of which, yeah, if there's any way for listeners to uh, to follow you after this to, to get more of your product. Oh, yes, please. Uh, AssociateMelanieLucyJuice.com. Easy enough on social media. At AssociateMelanieLucyJuice. All right. And, and also, uh, oh, you know who I want to talk about? My eldest daughter, adopted daughter. Her name's Kayla Teal. She's a, quote, comedian. 
<laughs> so cute. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at K-E-T-E-L. T-E-E-L. She would, she would get a kick out of this. That's awesome that she finds time to do that in between picking all that celery. Well, you know, she's she's starting to, yeah, she's starting to flu- fly the coop. I let her out to do her little bits and giggles. As long as she's back home to get some celery, then, you know, that's okay. That's what I say. All right. Well, um, uh, thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you to Did You Do in the House? I hereby, and with my associate's degree, diagnose you, Dr. London, with a deficiency in street smarts. Did you do in the house? Did you do in the house? Roasted. I went to Monterey Bay Community College for people who want to become nutritionists. It's a good old MCCPFWB. Love that school. I have a sweatshirt with that on. So take that vitamins. Take that vitamins. I take celery and 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 seaweed from the North Atlantic Ocean. From the North Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> My name is Dr. London Smith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. bucket is full of mustard you push it back a little with your toe remembering what your dentist had warned you with regard to mustard's ability to stain teeth your teeth shudder at the thought or perhaps the cold at this point it is difficult to discern the culprit of such an action when your friends had bantered about stealing mustard packets so you would never run out you laughed along when they suggested emptying all the packets into one big bucket and then placing said bucket into the middle of the dining table to eat, you forced a few chuckles. But for every one of those jokes, you could sense an air of truth, of genius. What you did not anticipate was that when you took it a step further and simply tossed your food into the mustard bucket, the food would be difficult to find, and it would also undergo a slight change in both flavor and consistency. So... But you've put it off long enough. It is either time to count those meals, all 12 of them, as lost, or pour the collection into a blender and then funnel it all down your gullet. Why, oh why, did you have to choose this as your New Year's resolution? Speaking of resolving to make the world a little better, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Dog podcast in which you share about the times when you have transformed your meals into bucket form. And consider joining our Patreon, where we have new episodes that ditch the medical lessons to give you a hefty dose of improvised comedy. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Doc podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode, or just send them our handy website, jockdogpodcast.com, which is also where you can find a link to that Patreon. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.